Hi guys, this is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio all over the hockey universe No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you coming men enough for all of us. And anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 56 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the often imitated but never duplicated. Nobody would want to duplicate this episode. <laughs> Of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, we're broadcasting live on Wednesday, March 12th, Thursday, March 12th, 2020. This is franchise episode number 242 all-time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price and Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder's wandering around somewhere out there in cyberspace, uh, probably in the YouTube chat. He's, he's been sent down to the YouTube chat for, the, for conditioning. <laughs> he's on assignment uh, in the YouTube chat. Uh, due to connectivity issues with Mr. Ponder this evening and a general shit show of our streaming uh, uh, providers uh, for the show. So uh, to interact with the show on social media, you can contact, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio. My account is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Notes and Jeff's is at Ponder 94 You can follow us on Instagram, like us on the Facebook, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I assure you that uh, most shows are not like this one where this show is broadcast live each and every week. Uh, and Year-round, we'll be doing shows. Uh, Jeff Ponder does his summer series in the summer, uh, aptly named. Um, by subscribing, you are notified when new shows go live. So for those of you watching the live show on YouTube right now, we apologize. But feel free to comment in the live chat, uh, and we'll address what we can. Uh, Jeff will fight you for it. Jeff will. The world-famous letsgoblues.com website is where you can listen to or watch past episodes of the show, browse the fan discussion forum, as well as get some cool St. Louis Blues-themed T-shirts and stickers that help support the show. Uh, we had a couple of announcements today, but we're not going to get to. Maybe Jeff said uh, tune into his Twitter account uh, for a few minutes. He has now. So, yeah, check out um, Jeff's Twitter account at jponder94 for some announcements he was going to make on this show, but he will do so on Twitter. Uh, the official beers of episode number 242, Bill. Um, gone. Gone. <laughs> um, I went, uh, I. I was surprised to find I went to Fields Food for the first time, uh, grocery store down in um, Lafayette Square. Really high end, nice stuff there. And I found Peche Mortel by. That sounds fancy. Du du ciel. This is the. Uh, when I was in Montreal, this is where we went. What is that in English? Du du ciel, I believe, is something like God in the Sky. Uh, but Peche Mortel is Mortal Sin. So, oh, so it's appropriate. Yes, it was totally, totally appropriate. But yeah, um, I was excited to see it. And I'm like, oh, got a new place I can find it. Bottle 2017, 0-3-0-6. Oh. Does it age well? It does. It actually, <laughs> right. this this is, a, a, well, and it, it even says so on the bottle. <laughs> Aging potential. Okay. Yes. All right. It's, it's, um, it's it's good. I, I I haven't had one since I was in Montreal, so excited. Montreal. Uh, mine is uh, the O'Fallon. We don't have any Corona on the show tonight. Uh, one, I don't, I don't. For me, I don't like Corona. Uh, and uh, two, uh, I'm not sure if Bill does either. No, no, no. So yeah, that's, and that's 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 how we're gonna roll tonight. No Corona. Uh, mine is the O'Fallon Brewery's Dad's Original Oatmeal Cookie Stout. Which I've had on the show once before. It's pretty good. It was in the fridge. Saw it. Wanted to have it. It's tasty. No Corona. Just adds cookies mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. 
We should have got cookies while we were trying to figure this whole thing out. We should, should, you could have went to the store and back. I, I could have gone upstairs and baked cookies. Let me fix your camera. Uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, March 12th, 1980. The Streaker, St. Louis Blues and Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, a streaker took the ice in Toronto um, and stopped the game. And there are actually pictures um, taken. I'm not sure where these pictures appeared. In the paper? Looks like it. Because it does look like they're appearing in the paper, and they show the the backside of this guy full. I mean, it's, it's bare-assed in the paper. And it's, it's probably the Toronto Sun or, you know, Canadian, good Canadian uh, paper. That's a good point. The, and, you know, this was back in the day when streakers were shown on TV. Well, they, they would right. they, or they would show the reactions they would get. So yeah. now to discourage streaking, they don't show that stuff on TV anymore. Right. Yeah, kind of almost looks for a second like a scene out of Slapshot. It really Ned does. Braids go to collect the trophy. It really does. He's got the tan line where the where the jockstrap could be. <laughs> uh, March 12th, 2015, on Tarasenko bobblehead night, both Brian Elliott and Steve Mason recorded shutouts, and the St. Louis Blues beat the Philadelphia Flyers in a shootout. Oshie and Tarasenko scored goals in that shootout, and Ken Hitchcock got a 700th career win. How appropriate is that? Ken Hitchcock getting a very important milestone win in a game with no offense. That, that, <laughs> I know, right? It's perfectly appropriate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, March 12th, 1935. I'm sorry. Let's get our one. March 12th, 1981. Wayne Babich became the first St. Louis Blues player to score 50 goals in a season within a 4-3 to loss versus the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, that was a big one to skip over. Uh, first yeah. 50 goal score in Blues history. He was the shit for a couple of years. Yeah, and then he kind of just whoop, fell off the table. Yeah, it, uh, him and Federico and Sutter. Yeah, hell of a line. Kid line. Yeah, second kid line. <laughs> March twelfth, nineteen thirty-five. Yes, I said nineteen thirty-five. St. Louis Eagles played their final home game versus the Detroit Red Wings in a three-to-two win. The NHL would later disband the Eagles and disperse the players across the league. St. Louis Eagles, formerly the Ottawa Senators. Hmm. Yes. They only played here for what two, two seasons? Years. Two years, yeah. Yep. And if you read, if you if you follow the STL Blues History Twitter account, the newspaper clipping attached to this particular tweet is it's, this is 1935. It looks that old, right? And the way it reads, it, it, newspaper articles uh, were penned much differently than than they are now. It's it's so interesting to hear the terminology they used. Uh, in the, in these games, it's just it's just kind of it's just kind of funny. Uh, March twelfth, nineteen ninety four, Peter Stastny made a St. Louis Blues debut with one goal and two assists and a five to five tie with the New York Islanders. Uh, Peter was the first of the three Stastny's to score in their Blues debut. Peter, Paul, and Mary, right? No, Yan, <laughs> Yan, <coughs> Yan Stastny. So uh, uh, if you guys uh, missed it, Jeff Ponder, his tweet, big announcement for LGB Radio. We will be selling this jersey for $45. All proceeds go back to uh, AB Hockey Sticks, all black hockey sticks, the awesome designers, and the show itself. So if you are interested in your own, complete with your name and number on the back and sleeves, let us know. And he's got a little mock-up there of the jersey. They look pretty sweet. Uh, custom designed. Uh, we all had input on that, so it's pretty cool. Um, and they're nice. They got the uh, what's that color? Like taupe? Flesh tone. Tan. Flesh tan. Flesh tone tan. Uh, tan blue and yellow. <clears throat> it's good stuff. And uh, Jeff's beer of the show is from his our friends at Corona because oh, he did have a Corona. Son of a bitch. He had the corona. And that's why he was sent down to the minors today. He's the guy. Yeah. Jeff's the guy that drinks corona the day the NHL suspends the season. And he's also the guy that would wear 69 if he played high school football. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Same guy. That guy. That guy. 
Uh, rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL before we get to the big news of the day. This one's pretty funny. This one's pretty funny. Uh, Vegas Knights forward Riley Smith on potentially playing games without fans in the seats. This was before they uh, paused the season. They talked about playing games with no fans in the stands. Uh, he said, I played a few years in Florida, so I'm used to it. <laughs> that is awesome. And there are 118 known elements in the periodic table. The last time the Toronto Maple Leafs won the cup, there were 104. 1967, 53 years. So what you're trying to insinuate there is that uh, science has progressed and the Leafs have not. Uh, Correct. Correct. Uh, Montreal Canadian legend and 11-time cup winner, Henri Richard, passed away. Henri. Henri Richard. I'm not French. It looks like Henry. Uh, Passed away on March 6th. His brother to NHL legend Maurice Richard. Did I say that one right, Bill? Yes. (laughs) Nicknamed, uh, he was nicknamed the Pocket Rocket. Played from 55 to 75. Won 11 Stanley Cups in 18 seasons, all with Montreal. The most Stanley Cups by any player. Uh, He's listed on the 100 greatest NHL NHL players list. 358 goals, 688 assists. Won the Stanley Cup in his first five seasons in, in the NHL. That's ridiculous. Uh, his salary. This is this is why I have it on here because his 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 contract. His first two years in the league <laughs> was. This is an actual. It's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, apparently, or it was auctioned off uh, recently. It uh, it was his contract was written up on a like a Daily Planner page out of a book. Uh, it's got it's got the calendar at the top and times on the side of it. And at the bottom, it's sponsored by, you know, uh, National Electric Service. And it says, fires can cost you money. Fire alarm systems can reduce this loss. And it shows Henry Richard, a bonus for signing $5,000 salary with Canadians for 55-56 season, $7,000 for 56-57 season, $8,000. If Henri plays with Royals, yeah. uh, it will be paid at the rate of five, uh, the minor, league, minor league affiliate, I guess. Paid at the rate of 5000 per season. And they both signed it. Henri Richard and I can't the GM I guess of Frank Selke. There you go. Oh, Frank Selke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. October twelfth, nineteen fifty-five. That is quite the artifact. It is awesome. That is really cool and shows just how informal things used to be. I guess if you write it up, you both sign it. It's a contract. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. The uh, uh, we got uh, some comments in YouTube chat. Uh, let's see what happened to the streaming. Co, did you end up using the company that Feldman used for his doc the other night? He, 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 just kidding. I have no idea what that means. Feldman used for his doc. Is that a TV show? Um, Corey Feldman? I don't know. Documentary? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know. That don't make no sense to me. <laughs> Jeff's, on, Jeff's on Twitter right now competing with us. <laughs> Funny. Uh, Austin Lynch says, let's go Blues Radio jerseys. Yes. Jesse Hill says IPAs? No. <laughs> no, no, no. No amen. IPAs. Well, not amen. We mm-hmm. we had a civil conversation about that the other night. And uh, Jeff Ponder also says uh, we have a contest to win a Bennington Not Nervous shirt announced to our show uh, account tomorrow mid-morning. So the announcement uh, will stand out. So don't worry about missing it. So, yeah, uh, on if you're listening to this live, uh, so on Friday, we'll announce uh, a contest to win the a Bennington Not Nervous shirt. And I, I got. To, and I'm not going to toot my arm too much, except I, well, I will, but I'm not. I don't mean to, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, it's so it's, modest. It's it might, it might be the best Bennington shirt out there. I like it. It's pretty. It's pretty fantastic. It's class. It's class. It's nice. It's just well done. Said said other people that to me. I'm just repeating information. <laughs> Lots of people have been saying. Lot, yes. Yeah. Lot. Many people have been saying. That's what you can say. Did you have you seen Bombshell the movie? But the about the Fox News, no. Nope. Yeah, they they talk on there about how uh, if if you, if you don't have a source or something, or you want to pass off info as legit, uh, just just say uh, many people are saying, hmm? <laughs> well. which is true. That's a, and that happens all the time, right? Um, see uh, at Donald J Trump, yeah, uh, and he does say that a lot. He does say that a lot. Many people are saying. Uh, the NHL suspends season due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Commissioner Bettman, Gary Bettman, released a statement uh, that uh, 
basically says that the season is on pause. He doesn't like to use the word suspend. He uses the word pause. Much in the same way that, you know, TV producers don't like to use on pause or canceled. It's on hiatus. That's what it, yes. that's what it kind of feels like to me. Yeah. So, and the NHL follows the NBA lead and has paused the season. Uh, MLS has suspended their season for 30 days, along with many other sports leagues around the globe. Uh, the NBA mm-hmm. had an active player who tested positive. Utah Jazz Center, Rudy and Gobert. Yes. Joe Bear. Gobert. Gobert. Mm-hmm. Uh, tested positive for Corona on Wednesday. Could have had it for a couple weeks before. Uh, during a press uh, conference the other day, and apparently this was before he knew he had it. Mm-hmm. He deliberately touched all the mics during a press conference. This was a few days ago in an attempt to show everyone the disease isn't a big deal. And then it turns out he has it. <laughs> and it turns out he is the reason why every yes. professional sports league has now canceled. Yeah, well, not, not every, but the NBA and the NHL have canceled directly because of him. And it makes sense because the NBA and the NHL share arenas. arenas and locker rooms and right. microphones for for press conferences and things so everything has got to be disinfected and and uh people are told to stay away no no leagues just for probably a couple weeks at least um yeah. and that, that that's that's just i mean I'm, it's comical it, he, he's hey, it's not a big deal I'll touch everything oh a couple days later oh i have it <laughs> oh shit yeah yeah it's uh Big, big dick move. Lots, lots of outrage. Yeah, yeah uh, sent should be his way. Should be night. as it should mm-hmm. be. be. I mean, first off, I mean, there's already enough people not not taking it serious. I mean, I'm not saying freak out about it or anything like that, but you know, too many people are blowing it off as something that's not anything. And when they compare it to other things that have happened, like it happened like the, every like the flu, mosquitoes. You know, mosquitoes kill millions every year mm-hmm. or whatever uh the flu kills tens of thousands in the u.s alone right. or i guess but right it it's not just the mortality rate right it's it's the right it's, well even it's the, the the rapid spreading nature of the disease the rapid spreading nature and the mortality rate uh right now and they haven't there, there are a lot more people out there than have it than they know because they haven't tested they don't have enough testing kits whatever but mm. from whom they tested, mm. the mortality rate is like thirty to forty times higher than the flu. So, and and what's comical to me about this is that you know uh, that people will always put caveats on this and say, well, you know, it doesn't affect really affect anybody seriously, and unless you're elderly or have compromised immune systems. And I hear that, and I'm like, that almost sounds like people that say that are saying that those people don't really count. They don't matter. <laughs> it's like, ah, well, it's only those people. Who cares about them? And I know that's not what they mean, but when they say it, that's how it comes off. Yeah. And that's, so you, that's not a good thing to say. It was, it's, it's just not, I, I mean, I, I understand that it only, it, it, it is, I mean, you can still have, I mean, it's also funny. Oh, it's like, it's, it's flu like symptoms. Is that all it is? If you have full blown flu, you feel like you want to die. Mm-hmm. You really do. I, I mean, there, there, a serious case of the flu, you can't move. You're puking. You got the chills. You feel like death. And you, it's a fever, and you're exhausted, and you just want to lay and not move. And when you move, it hurts. And it, I, I think a lot of a lot of, a lot of every see, every year people say, oh, I had the flu. I'm like, did you really? You had the flu? Because if you had the full-blown flu, you I think it would have been worse. But, um, But anyway. So thoughts on the NHL pausing the season? I mean, are you is it, are you are you one of those people mm-hmm. that think it's an overreaction? Are you thinking that it's justified? Do you think they should just cancel the whole season? Um, I I don't. I'm, I hope they don't cancel the whole season. I think it's the appropriate course of action. Um, you know, just because you know you, you have to think about every time you have a a, a hockey game, you're bringing together. You know, sixteen to twenty thousand people, um, yeah. depending on capacity of venue, number of workers, all that. Who you know, otherwise, you know, that like that just seems that that increases the chances of 
you know, person to person transmission. Um, I, I think it's the, the safe thing to do. Um, you know, I think a lot of municipalities have gone out and, you know, have, have passed these temporary orders, you know, banning congregations, right? It's city of St. Louis today said, uh, you know, we're not allowing groups of a thousand or more to gather together. And all I can think was, is this in social context or is this also <laughs> in work context? Cause, yeah. uh, I work at a place where there's uh 5,000 people. I do too. And I mean, not all in one place, but we're spread. Right. We're, we're right. It's university. So. Right. And I mean, I'm on, I'm on a corporate campus and you know, but you yeah. know, I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if I, if I am told to work from home for a couple of weeks. I agree. I, and I'm, I feel the same way. Um, rumor has it that there was a meeting today um, about, mm-hmm. about that possibility for university too. So um, I think they're just, they're kind of just preparing for the what ifs. Um, if it gets to the point where they decide that that's possible, then they've already discussed it. So, which is smart. Um, and I, and I think that a lot of this too, uh, again, you see so many comments about people that's overreacting. Um, and I think, you know, this is preventative. This is not to deal with an epidemic, like an outbreak that has currently happened in St. Louis. This is to prevent an outbreak from happening. Right. It's, it's right. to, it's, you know, the, it buys time, right there. Uh, the even Obama tweeted out tonight. You know, like this, the importance of you know these events and these things being postponed and canceled is to help slow the spread. And and you know we kind of squandered the the one thing the Trump administration did great. Not that we're going to get into politics and talk this whole. Show this about is not political. We're just talking about what's right. going on. But the one thing that they did really well was quickly shut down travel from China for non-U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. But then the lack of testing and, you know... Yeah, the, that's a problem. It kind of bungled the whole thing. Um, cost us all that time that we saved. And and so now, you know, th- these kinds of things are, you know, at, at least in my opinion, they're, they're, they're necessary. It sucks, right? You know, right now there is so, so much bad going on with everything. I mean... It, you see the stock market? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that, that's, you know that's that's the kind of thing you know. Did that, you did you hear about the the these money they pumped into the stock market to try and fix it? One one point five trillion dollars. Yeah, and right. and it lasted an hour, mm-hmm. and it went right back down again. Yeah, and it's, that was enough to give every citizen of the United States fifteen hundred dollars, which could have gotten them through two and a half weeks or three weeks at mm-hmm. least of. Uh, you know, quarantine. Right. <laughs> I, I did see. I did see Bernie Sanders was tweeting about that today, like just about how you know asking to give Americans free health care. Yeah. You know, Where's that money going to come from? Where's it coming from? And right. then they and spend then, the money that could have been used when, for that. When banks and corporations say we need this money, it gets pumped into the economy immediately. Uh, I mean, again, not not taking not any sides on it. No, just saying it's this, just interesting is, right. that happened, and they pumped it in, and the stock market jumped up. But then an hour later, it's right back down again, same mm-hmm. path. It didn't help at all. Right. Uh, it, after two hours, it was like non-existent. So, and it's funny mm-hmm. because that it's just right. And, and I, I, think, I think everybody can. Everybody's on the side of of not wasting money. And I, I think that on the surface, you know, without knowing a ton about it, it just seems like that's a waste of money. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, you know, I, the point I was getting at is that, you know, you've got all these things, you know, that, that are just, you know, going through the, just the presidential campaigns before the Corona outbreak, all these things that just totally are stressors and, and drags and sports is the great escape for so many people yeah. and, and not just sports, but concerts, symphonies, all, all the stuff that we, we escape into are, are just gone. Yep. Like Ponder tweeted last night. What am I expected to talk to my family now? <laughs> it's you know the, the one the silver lining for all of this is that people uh should know now how to properly wash their hands. Yeah. Everyone knows 20 seconds, right? <laughs> Sing the alphabet twice. I told my daughter. And this is this is my this is my kid. Uh we talked about washing hands today and I said, uh yeah, she goes, "Dad, do you know what I do when I wash my hands?" And I thought I had this covered i thought oh gotcha sing the alphabet twice right she goes no i sing the imperial march 
Uh, I hum the Imperial March. Uh, it's about 20 seconds long, the intro, uh, the, 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 the chorus, whatever. I'm like, huh, that's hilarious and awesome at the same time. I'll have to do that tomorrow. Yeah. Apparently that part of the song is like 20 seconds long. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zoe taught me a thing. Yeah. She said she timed it, so I, I, I'm taking a word for it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Spoonfudge says there are 331 million people in the U.S., not 1.5 trillion. Uh, I didn't say $1 per person. I said... Uh, Fifteen hundred per person. I'm not sure what that comment's about. Um, yeah. And Jeff says uh, that's fantastic. Her daughter is way more cool than my son. My daughter is way more cool. It's no offense, Jeff, but my daughter is way more cool than most adults I know. So <laughs> definitely cooler than you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I. I. I she like surpassed my coolness uh, when she was like six months old. After she stopped. Uh, well, no. I say uh, she's about maybe. What two, one and a half, whatever. Whenever they stop shitting themselves, that's when she <laughs> surpassed my coolness. <laughs> oh. So, would you rather they do this or we're playing in front of an empty stadium, empty arenas? Um, I mean, if if it's if taking taking a month off stems the tide and allows you know allows time for you know the the infrastructure we need to be put in place and slows the spread i'm for it Hmm. right but if you know if we get to a point where it's like well you know we're just gonna go ahead and shelve the entire season um just because you know it's you know there's it's still spreading and right i mean it's it's a gamble i guess is is the point i i i uh Obviously, I think everyone would agree to play in front of empty empty arenas instead of canceling the season. But yeah. I think, but I think, uh, I would much rather them pause the season right. for a give couple a weeks, right. give that a shot first, and then if they and if that, mm. that works and and the the numbers are going down to where they feel it's you know not it's under control and and manageable and it shouldn't shouldn't have a you know an outbreak again, then yeah. then resume the season. Um, but I, 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 playing in front of an empty arena would suck. Yeah. That'd be I awful. Mean, can I, can I say what really chafes me though? Hmm. <clears throat> so bring this up, uh, talking about playing in front of an empty stadiums. So yesterday we were watching, I was, you know, I'm, I'm a big Liverpool soccer fan and, uh, they had a UEFA game. They, there's not a, not hasn't been much worry of an outbreak in England until today when a whole bunch of players tested positive for it. But, you know, there's, so all the Atletico Madrid comes to Liverpool for this big UEFA Champions League game. No concerns. Coronavirus isn't even discussed. Borussia Dortmund game, because there's an outbreak in Germany, they played in an empty stadium and you could hear them talking. You could hear when the ball hit the net. It, It was bizarre. And then, you know, so Liverpool got bounced yesterday on, you know, pretty much one bad play um, because the best goaltender in the world right now is injured and the backup sucked. And But uh, today they canceled the uh, the remaining games in the round. And why couldn't they do that yesterday? Yeah. It, it, Liverpool's out and nobody else is. Yeah, that's just that's just me <laughs> me bitching about my team being out but um it was bizarre i mean it, it truly was bizarre just to to watch that i mean two world powerhouses in Borussia Dortmund and Paris Saint-Germain playing in an empty stadium and it, it was like a pickup game you know it, you you just you know, a men's league mm-hmm. game where nobody shows up and you know just just surreal BH BNH Kell says, I honestly think Trump will have Corona because of who he was with over the weekend. Uh, yeah. He was in contact with, uh, with someone who tested right. positive for it. Two and people now, and two, he's refusing to get tested. Well, here's the thing is that uh, I, I just, just, and I think this is any president that, uh, that this is not just Trump. Um, if, if, if he is tested and they will test him, he's going to, uh, and he has it. They're not going to say he has it. There's not a chance in hell they tell the public that the president of the United States has the coronavirus when he's older. You know, he's he's on the line for being you know, at risk, and he's I don't 
give a um, shit what uh, any any uh, doctor says. He is not fit. No, he is not fit at all. Um, very, so very much on. So um, yeah, and, and I think, but uh, but once he once he recovers from it, then I think they would say he had it, and he was recovered. See, no panic. I I, I can see it that going something like that. I can see that, and that would be a thing to, you know, it sounds like something Putin would do. Yes, I had the coronavirus, and I, I didn't even, it didn't even phase me. Something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Spoon Fudge disagrees with me. Doesn't think that. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I thought what I said was pretty logical, but maybe not. All right. You think yeah. he'd really say he has it? There's no way they would tell the public the president had it. That would, that would create panic among some people. Yeah, I mean, people are weird. You know, you can't. They're not going to ever do that, and that's a sign of weakness too for the president to say he contracted a virus. That's no. they would never do that. Not, not this president. No, not any president. I don't think. I don't think. No, I, I maybe if it got serious, I think they'd have a hard time keeping that a secret. But uh, I, I don't think if it was if it wasn't a big deal, if he wasn't like suffering serious symptoms, I don't think they'd tell anybody. Or if they if they saw he was going to be fine, recovering just fine, they would say, well, he has it and he's fine. I can see that, but they wouldn't do it right away. You think so, Jesse? They would tell? I don't know. Okay. We'll see. He might have it, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Mm. Um. So what happens now? Uh, Elliot Friedman said on NHL Network that the league may take a two-week hiatus, then come back. He also said they could end the regular season uh, but expand the playoffs to allow teams that were close to the playoffs a chance to make it in which could mean some kind of a play-in system. So that would be interesting. Um, I'm all for them saying, uh, you know, ah, this is, okay, we're good. Start playoffs. Um, <laughs> See, I, I kind of liked uh, Mr. Blue's hat's idea. What did he say? Um, top teams in either conference. Just play for the oh, cup. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Blues and, Blues and Bruins, yeah. Yeah, rematch. Sure. I mean, that's fair. Uh, mm. Lots of talks from Blues fans putting a positive spin on the uh, – uh, Tarasenko, as far as like this, this delay, this pause, giving Tarasenko time to yeah. to heal up even more. Right, but but that is a transitive thing that goes to other teams, right? right. It's, well, there's the two avalanche. There's two things. There's two things, and yes, I agree. There's two two parts of this that kind of make me make me laugh a little bit. Uh, yes, uh, sure, M- Tarasenko, more time to rest. Maybe that helps him. I'm not sure if it would, but. Um, and I'll tell you why in a second. But, uh, yeah, the Avalanche were hit way worse than the Blues were with injuries. McKinnon just the other night. So, and he's out for out. a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So, a couple of weeks? That's, that's perfect, what I heard. right? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Perfect. Right. So, you know, and, the, and not just uh, McKinnon, but, like, what, four or five players? Were the, mm-hmm. uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Grubauer is hurt. He's out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Kadri, I think. Kadri's out. Yeah. And so they've got some some big names on the team. Are hurt. So, uh they would benefit from this uh, break more than we would. And I think Blues fans would agree that the Avalanche are the biggest uh, challenge, the Blues, in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Though, though, you know, they did have the opportunity to catch us and shot the bed to the Kings. They did. That was great. And they almost screwed up last night, too. They yeah. they allowed a goal with uh, 13 seconds to go to the Rangers, and then they won in overtime. But they almost yeah. uh, blew a point last night. Yeah, that would have been huge. Oh God, that would have that would have given us outright first place because one game in hand, three points back. Yep. But you know, it's whatever. Uh, so I and I think that I mean I, I don't know. Uh, this stems back to the conversation we had about uh, fans yelling, "Don't rush Tarasenko back." And I, I I kept thinking, I'm like, why does anybody think he's being rushed back? Just because he's come back a little bit earlier than the initial, you know, the 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 timeline was by a couple weeks. Or well, if he if he was to come back and say three or four days, if the season wasn't paused, um, that'd be a couple weeks ahead of schedule, based on the initial five month prognosis, whatever it was. So, I, I mean, I I'm not sure why people. Th- would think he's being rushed back other than that. He's just coming back a little bit early. I, To me, they would want to make sure that he is 100% before he comes back on the ice. And I think that their current timeline 
factor that in. I, I, I w- I'm going to say that he was, they think he's perfectly fine, ready to go when he comes back. And the extra time to heal up more, well, if he can heal up more, that implies he wasn't fully healed with the timeline they were going to bring him back on. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure why the Blues would have done that. Why would they have brought him back before he's fully healed? I'm thinking if he comes back, he'll come back fully healed. So I don't, I'm not sure what extra time is going to do for him. Yeah. You know, you know what no, my I, point is? I, I, I get what you're saying. Okay. It's, you know, if if they're being fully fully transparent and honest about the mm-hmm. timeline uh, for, for a true full recovery and not just uh, we need to get him some games before the playoffs. Which that doesn't, yeah. Then, yeah, I, get, I totally get what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean it. It's yeah. I, 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 it's just, it's just. My, my initial thought was the same thing. I thought, oh, well, if they pause the season, more time for Tarasenko to rest up and heal up. And I thought about it. I'm like, more time to heal up. That would mean that he wasn't fully healed up had he come back when he was supposed to come back. So why would that have been the case? Why would right. they have done that? I, so I'm just kind of. You never, you don't get a hundred percent of the information from the doctors and the team about a player's injury ever, so you never quite know what's going on. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that that's the case. They're gonna bring him back when he can heal no more. Yeah, I mean, he's not a scrub player. He's he's a pretty big part of the you know the next handful of years for this team too. So they don't want to screw up his shoulder because it's just, if his shoulder is not fully healed, then and he screws it up again, that could end his career. So we don't want to. That's not something we want to screw around with. Mm-mm. And I'm not sure why they would. Uh, if the NHL canceled the rest of the regular season and started playoffs based on the current standings, here are the first-round matchups. Uh, Boston would play Columbus. Tampa Bay, Toronto. Washington would play Carolina. Philadelphia would play Pittsburgh. That would be awesome. Uh, Vegas Knights would play Winnipeg. Edmonton would play Calgary, mm. which I would pay to watch. St. Louis would play Nashville. Even though they're playing quite well, I, I like that matchup. And we haven't beat them this year yet. We're yeah. 0-4 against them. Yeah. So there's that. But I still I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I. I don't Although know. I kind of would like to play Dallas right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've we've kind of owned them. Um, doesn't yeah. feel right for the for the Jets to be on the inside right at this point. They they've just had a bad season. Yeah, they play better lately. That's why they're kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're a wild card team right now, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. But if the, if uh, what uh, what's the standings here? Um, standings, standings. Uh, Dallas, Winnipeg is only two points behind Dallas. They've played two more games though. So, but Dallas is can't score goals right now. Winnipeg's won four in a row. And Dallas has lost three in a row. So that's that's kind of and yeah, everyone's getting ground on Dallas. If Dallas isn't careful, they're gonna miss the playoffs if they keep losing. <laughs> Past precedents for the NHL canceling a season or what have you, the 1919 Stanley Cup Finals were canceled after five games due to the Spanish flu, which this is this is fascinating to me. Now, granted, this is a time, 1919, science and medicine weren't near what it is today. It's 100 years ago. But uh, this was the Pacific, Pacific, Pacific Coast Hockey Association champion, Seattle Metropolitans, versus the National Hockey League champion, Montreal Canadiens. Both teams had won two games, lost two, and had a tie. There was a tie in the Stanley Cup final, uh, 0-0 after two overtimes. So I guess they played two overtimes back then and called it a tie. Well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It would be... Would have been best of best of five too. Yeah, it would have been interesting to read up on it to see, you know, could was it stopped because of the rules or because players couldn't continue because they were starting to get sick? Because every comes out after that, you know, several players got sick and one died. Yeah, from the flu. Yeah, well, from complications of flu, but he didn't die for a couple years later. But it was from the flu though. Yeah, which is nasty. If you die a couple years later from the flu, uh, the Spanish flu. Most of uh, the game, game four ended in a tie after two overtimes, but most of the Canadians players and their manager, George Kennedy, fell ill with the flu and were hospitalized, leaving only three healthy players. The flu would claim the life of Canadians defenseman Joe Hall four, okay, four days later, sorry, mm. not two years later, mm. four days later. 
and Kennedy was permanently weakened by his illness, and it led to his death. A few, so that's what I was thinking of. Kennedy's death was a few years later. So it's, the Spanish flu is nasty. That's I mean, it, yeah. And uh, talking about canceling seasons and whatnot, the Spanish flu, Philadelphia, they their St. Patrick's Day uh, celebration, they didn't cancel anything. They had parades, mm-hmm. they had parties, they had everything during the Spanish flu, and. There were outbreaks there like crazy. It spiked. Mm-hmm. St. Louis canceled everything. They canceled everything, and it never spiked here. It stayed below right. manageable levels. Right. If you've uh, if you've read any of uh, STL today this this week over the last two weeks, or you know just local Twitter accounts and local news feeds, they've all been touting about St. Louis was a model yeah. for for how to stop pandemics from spreading. Right. And uh, yeah. Too bad it's 101 years later. Right. And those lessons, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, that a lot of people are heeding it at this point. But I just wonder, I, I just, I, I worry that, you know, we've, we waited too long to take some action. Uh, looking at YouTube chat here. Um, stop Amtrak and buses too. Well, if everyone's like quarantined to their houses, then... Uh, yeah. There's no one to take Amtrak or a bus. Yeah. Uh, hmm. There's a, there's some debates going on in the, in the YouTube chat. Uh, so on the Stanley Cup, uh, it says 1919 Montreal Canadiens Seattle Metropolitans series not completed, and that's near the top. Back when they just put the team name on there. Oh, the makeup game. The Blues uh, play the Anaheim Ducks to uh, make up the. Game postponed due to the Joe Bowmeister, Jay Bowmeister incident. Joe Bowmeister. Joe Baymeister. Joe Baymeister. Uh, prior to this game, the Blues had alternated wins and losses over the first the last uh, four games. 3-1 to one win versus the Rangers, a 4-2 loss versus the Devils, and a 2-0 win versus Chicago, which, the, one, uh, the game versus Chicago, first season sweep by the Blues uh, over the Hawks in franchise history, which was, I mean, I wasn't aware of that. I That's, I mean... That's, That's awesome. something. It is, yeah, fifty plus years of not sweeping a season series. Granted, they played a lot more games. They played seven or eight games against the six games. Yeah, six six games. Six games. They played six in, games in before uh, right. was the lockout or whatever. Was the, the well, restructuring in, in the uh, in the the Norris Division era? Yes, right, right. The twenty one team league. Yes, they right. played six games, which I loved. I love more games against the division. I just mm-hmm. did. I mean, yeah. I'd love six games against Dallas, Nashville, Winnipeg, uh, 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 Colorado. I mean, just I love it. Yep. Uh, it was also National Women's Day, where the entire NBC SN broadcast team was uh, compromised of women, which uh, led to a lot of interesting discussion. Com- was that a Freudian slip? What did I say? You said compromised instead of comprised. Whoopsie. <laughs> Let me let me start over. National Women's Day, where the entire NBCSN broadcast team was comprised of women. Wouldn't compromised of women be no women? Maybe interpret no. that way. No. Okay. Whatever. No, sorry, sorry, I'm trying to save it. Right. <laughs> Ponder says compromised. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's um. Yeah, it, I, I think that would have been you conceding the uh, Twitter argument to uh, uh, the Drop Podcast, uh, if, oh, if, if that's what you really meant. God, I you know the 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 the, the comments about the all women crew. I just, I mean, it was National Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Give it a rest, right? Okay, I mean, it, I mean, uh, were they uh, as polished as some of the traditional uh, male M- NHL broadcast teams? No. Um, but the 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 play by play and the color I thought was fine. I thought it was fine. I thought it was eh. it was fine. I didn't like um, Kendall Coins. Kendall, no, I didn't like uh, Kendall at all. Uh, at, between the on, on the between the benches, I thought I just I mean right. And she just I, when she talked, she would stop talking and be done with her thought or comment. But it sounded like she was still talking. She was going to say something else and right. never did. Just stopped. Right. That every right. every time her, her um, yeah delivery her, her delivery her cadence wasn't very good. No. However, however, the alternative would have been Pierre Maguire mansplaining hockey right. to the two others. True. Right. Yeah. I, I 
I thought the I thought the play by play was probably better than it wasn't the if you put it up against every broadcast team mm-hmm. I've heard some bad NHL broadcasts from to certain teams to be honest mm-hmm. um, I thought that one wasn't as bad as some of the other ones I thought it was it was okay it was fine there was I mean it was there she had never called a hockey game before she's a professional broadcaster let's not let that be she's not just some Zamboni driver they pulled off to to, to call a game she was mm-hmm. she was a professional broadcaster and she did the game and she did a fine job for her first NHL her first real live hockey game that she called mm-hmm. so i it's it fine yeah no i i mean i it it was different not in a bad way no it yeah. was it was it was good i i mean i i like the idea um you know i i think you know um hopefully you remember so on on the subject of kendall coin schofield right so she's very likable personality you know, she's you know one of the one of the best players for the U.S. women's team of the last ten years. So she's a, a good personality, good person to be in that. But I'm hoping that she can go to the same school of broadcasting yes. charisma that Patrick Sharp did. Because when Patrick Sharp first got into the broadcast business, he was f- abjectly terrible. But Sharp, Sharp's in studio. He That's is, different. Right. He but even when he did his first stint in studio, it was fucking painful. And, you know, I can't recall. I, All right. It it was it wasn't good. Right. And then he came back the next year and he was just like, Holy shit, this guy's really good. Pains me to say, former Hawk and star and Yeah, right. But you know, so so maybe maybe you know, she'll be able to uh to find that uh you know, the the Sweet right spot, right? The right yeah. coaching, the right tutelage, sure. and, 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 and get that down. That kind of thing is a teachable thing. I, I would, I would think that's that's just that's confidence. That's that's a technique. Mm-hmm. That's that's a teachable skill, right? Um, and I'm not saying, and, and there are some people that excel at it, and there are some people that don't. Um, but it's still it's a teachable skill. Uh, B A N H Kel in the YouTube chat says she wasn't any better than Pierre McGuire. Uh, talking about Kendall Schofield, I she was. Let's 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 step back and be honest here. Pierre Maguire was a lot better than she was in that game. But Pierre Maguire has a lot of problems, but he's he's comfortable behind the mic and the camera. He's he's fluent. His his delivery is good. It just what he says is a problem sometimes. Right. And, it's the content, when, right? And when he when when he's able to. Um, keep the uh the know it all shit to a minimum is is when he's the junior he's hockey the, right. yeah 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 right Key says Curtis you saying that a woman couldn't drive the Zamboni that is not what I said that's not even close mm-hmm. um what else who else is a blues fan and wears a sweater on Thursday 11 p.m. <laughs> that's from Jimmy Anderson uh so the and the ratings for this game were fantastic on NBCSN yeah. Uh, they beat the uh, NBA that night, and which you know it was the Hawks. They do get a lot of uh, a really good following uh, on TV. The Blues do too. The Blues get good ratings on TV usually when they're on, uh, and it was uh, National Women's Day, mm-hmm. so there was extra viewers for that with the all women broadcast crew. So there was there was a lot of reasons why that uh, beat uh, ES, uh, what college basketball on ESPN two it beat. Uh, MLS on ESPN, ESPN uh, beat, and then the NBA on NBA TV too. So good for them. Dunn's fight in this game. Oh, <laughs> oh man, it's that was a that was a tale of two fifteen second intervals. Holy Kajula! It, it it looked like it looked to me like Dunn was letting Kajula wear himself out. Mm-hmm. And Dunn was a seasoned fighter in that yeah. fight. He was like rope it open him, and then all of a sudden he throws a half a dozen and never connects on anything. Yeah, and then all of a sudden Dunn just uh, goes into berserker mode and just destroys him, and then just woos the crowd. <laughs> right. oh. the, that look on his face when it was done—that was awesome. Uh, I mean, I—that I, <laughs> that topped it off. And you know what? What's so funny is that it was in Chicago, right? So he's just wooing their crowd. And you know the, the Hawks are having a shitty season again. They're going to miss the playoffs probably. Right. Um, they were at four point six percent the other day when I looked at uh, money puck. Yeah. And so, and and then so they're playing the Blues and they're the, some they can to feel good about themselves. The Hawks fans, well, we could at least maybe beat the Blues. 
one last our last shot of beating the Blues, we can beat them and maybe hurt their chances of winning the division. That's probably what they're thinking. And uh, no, they they lost the game and they lost this fight, and then Dunn taunts the crowd. It's just like it just keeps on coming for Hawks fans. They just yeah. And when your highs are high with the three cups over six years, whatever it was, and then the or seven years, eight years, three or eight, whatever it was, and then uh, the lows are low with the the team now. So it's just kind of a dog piling on Chicago, which is always nice. Yeah, couldn't do that for a long time. No, and it's just, it's just like we talked about last week the torch being handed off uh, like that Brower goal mm-hmm. against the Hawks in the playoffs. That was the passing of the torch to the Blues, and the Hawks have not been back to the playoffs since, or they have not won a playoff game since. They've not won a playoff game since because they That's, lost they swept by yeah. Nashville, I think. So, yep. Yeah. And the Blues have just smoked them since pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then they lost 2-1 to one versus L.A. I was at this game. It's a fine game. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it was... It, no. L.A.? No, Florida. Yes, uh, Florida. What did I say? L.A.? Yeah. F.L.A. F.L.A., yeah. Right. Is that what I said? FLA. You, you, well, you said LA. Oh, I meant I meant Florida. Yeah. FLA. Yeah. Uh, it was thirteen rows yeah. behind uh, the net with the Blues defended twice, um, and was I saw we got a good look at Preco's goal. Yeah. It was. I mean, uh, seriously, if there was no net or no glass, the puck would have hit me. It was like it was like coming right at me, and yeah. it up. I got a. I was per, I was perfectly in line behind uh, the net. I could see the in smoke, upper glove. I was. Perfect angle. It's great. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, yeah, that uh, that game, you know, came down to getting beat by another stellar no-name goalie. Stellar no-name goalie, um, Drieger. Yeah, I. You know, um, he played good, and you could tell Florida in this game needed points. Mm-hmm. They they played like it was a playoff game, right? And they, the Blues played okay, yeah. uh, but it wasn't. They they didn't. They didn't yeah. have those dominating periods of possession like we've seen. No, no, not like last night against uh, Anaheim. No. So, but it is what it is. I met a nice, uh, a nice Leafs fan at Centerized Brewery before the game. Uh, he was going to the game and rooting for uh, St. Louis because Toronto and Florida are kind of fighting for right. those <clears throat> playoff spots. So he um, commented on my Robert Thomas London Knights jersey. He said that that's his favorite OHL team, and he's from there. Yeah, yeah, that's so, where that's yeah. where Julie's from. Yeah, that was it's pretty cool. It was no. uh, I sat down at the bar and he goes, "Nice jersey." And I thought, "Oh, he's just you know he's knows chirping. it's Thomas yeah. uh, Knight's jersey." And then I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, Robert Thomas." And he goes, "Oh, it is Robert Thomas." I'm like, "You commented on the jersey before you knew who it was." That's imp- okay. Let's talk about this now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's nice guy. Right. Centerist is just a, a great place. No matter what day of the week what day of the year somebody's wearing a jersey in there yeah that's true it, not not just a blues jersey that's right that's my kind of place it is blues four ducks two last night this was the game that was postponed by the bowman episode uh the resume game was a full 60 minute game officially it was four to two blues because of the single goal scored by each team when they tried to play this game the first time around but uh, three to two was the score from the 60 minutes played last night the only stats, the only stats that carried over to this game were goals and assists. No goals stats carried, no goalie stats carried over. No time on ice stats, penalties, what, none of that stuff. So this was interesting, and there could have been a whole. This was a good trivia question game, or it could have been a great trivia question game. Uh, had either goalie pitched a shutout, um, they'd have been credited with a shutout in a game in which they allowed a goal, which would have been interesting. Yeah, and the the potential bizarro meter things for with this game were off the charts. Yeah, had Cairo been scratched in this game, which he had been scratched a lot mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. Uh, he would officially have officially been credited with an assist in a game he officially wasn't in the lineup for, <laughs> and officially had zero 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 ice time. But he played, so that that cool thing couldn't happen. Yeah. Um, and I guess if uh, Barbashev had, wouldn't have played for some reason, his goal in the first game would have been a goal he scored in a game he didn't play in. Yeah. So weird. So weird. Yeah. And um, who was it? Who uh, who had the uh, the Ducks goal in the the previous game? It was Henrique. Henrique had yeah. the goal last night. Yeah. He had he had both goals. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> both both goals and they yeah. So that's something. He scored two goals in a game, which he only scored one goal. Well, he's that's true. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, 
So the Blues outshot the Ducks 37-32 after the Ducks came out as the better team, to be honest, in the first period uh, for the first little while. Outshooting the Blues 6-1 to early on. After that, the Blues took over and just slowly beat the Ducks by being the better team on the ice, yeah. to be honest. Uh, their <clears throat> numerous shifts, their possession, puck possession in the offensive zone was just right over crazy. A minute, oh, over yeah. a minute twice, I think. Yeah, in the game. Was, and they yeah. just just toyed with the Ducks. And yeah, it, it was you could, I mean, you knew going in who the better team was, but it was but watching on the ice, you're like, oh my gosh, that was yeah. just. Who do they play? Um, the game before the Ducks, they played and they beat somebody. The uh, they played the night before, wasn't it? Yes. Um, and uh, it was Deloria had a hat trick. Um, Rangers? No. Mm. I forgot who it was. But so they it was a playoff on team. There was a there was a comment made by the broadcast team last night that said uh, that made oh they looked much better in the previous game, but let's be honest, this is the Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues. So <laughs> that was pretty funny, pretty yeah. cool. Um. Yeah, no. The uh, I thought the the goaltending in this game was was stellar. I mean, yeah. Jake Allen oh. stood on his head in the first ten minutes of the game. Jake Allen, you know, right now, you know, if if we wanted to uh, wanted to talk a little goalie controversy, he's the guy that's getting results right now, right? He's, you know, and, Bennington's Bennington's lost his last two. Yeah, but he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't played poorly. No, and right? and, and before the last two, he played quite well. It was right. Previous five or whatever right. it was. So. But yeah. but and yeah. At this point, I'm, I wouldn't be afraid if, you know, Bennington couldn't start a game in the playoffs to be like, you know, last year I would have been like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. This is the beginning of the end. But Allen, Allen really has, has impressed me. He, he is, he's really found his game, and uh, he he's making timely saves unlike most other times in his career. Right. And so he stopped 26 of 27 in this game, got his 12th one of the season. He was 12, 6, and 3. 215 GAA and a 927 save percentage. Couldn't have asked for a better rebound season for Allen mm-hmm. uh, after years of horribly inconsistent play that found his stats frequently among the worst in the NHL uh, when you, you looked at him. So uh, he's been consistent, which has been his issue, mm-hmm. inconsistency. So uh, he's thriving in his role as the clear cut backup to Bennington. So that it'll be interesting to see if he ever did to get more starts and it was like a toss up. I don't think he's screwed with the formula right now, but. No. Um, no, not not short of injury. No, and and you know this this goes back to the frustration that we had as fans, like yeah, last year, year before, year before that, when Allen wasn't cutting it as the number one, but the Blues kept trying to shoehorn him into the number one spot, and he just kept losing the number one job to the backup every year. And we we talked about this on the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to make him the number one goalie. He's not a number one goalie. He's just not. He's just not playing that way. And uh, this season, I mean, number two the whole way, and he's been good. So I think we're. I think we. I, I, I feel justified in our comments the, the past few years about that. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, except for the ones where we said, wish you would die, get out of town. That, that, that's up. You, <laughs> you know, know what, though? Well, I mean, you know, we may have gone a little overboard. Um, no, he's... He he's was really he's, bad, though. He was, he was so bad. He was. And he's 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 really impressed me. Um, like I, I think this year, if nothing else, shows, you know, that he uh, he's a true professional at this point in his career. Which, sure. two years ago, you know, when we we could easily predict the February swoon... You know, he didn't have the perseverance, but to get to this point in his career, to to get locked in as a backup goalie and play this well, I think truly does show perseverance. So maybe maybe he, he could be our Masterton Award nominee. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Maybe that's the argument I'm trying to make here. Um, but on the other, other side of the ice, um, I tell you have this in there, uh, Stolars. He played yeah. really well too. Still, he was he was very good. Um, He's a big guy, especially early. Yeah. Um, Petrangelo's goal to put the Blues up two to one came on the power play and went off a leg in front, then off Stolarz, off the post and in. You can't blame him for that one. Mm. Uh, is, and he, uh, I think the uh, and Sanford's goal in the third was a scramble that's uh, off of a <laughs> shot that that squirted to him and he had a a down Stolarz from their initial shot. So both goals the Blues, uh, those two goals the Blues scored on him. Right. You know, I mean. Right, and and I think a lot of the Ducks players stopped playing after they thought they got possession twice on yeah, that oh, Sanford yeah, 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 sequence. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting because uh, 
the first time they touched the puck was more of possession than the second time. But you see that called a lot. You see play stopped uh, after they gained possession like they did the first time. Uh, well, they didn't gain possession. They touched it, but they didn't gain possession. Uh, but you do see the, them below the play dead after a play like that. But they didn't. And they were upset. And, you know, looking at the replay, though, they didn't have it. it I mean, so I'm not sure. They, I don't think they bitched too much. Uh, Petrangelo added an internet goal. And at? At? Added. No. Oh, at. Oh, yeah, 19, 19 minutes. 19 minutes. 19 minutes, right. And the game made up for Jay Bomeister. Right. How appropriate. Best friends. In a game. That, and it, it was funny, too, because the, the if you believe in fate or a higher power uh, intervening in a hockey game, which to me is an absurd thing to do, like a higher power would waste their time on a, on a sport. But anyway, uh, the puck did seem to lay nice and flat so it would nice slide into the goal and, uh, and get there for the antenna at 19 minutes. So the better team won this game. Stolarz kept it close and played very well, but the Blues left with the win as they should have. And we talked about how well Allen played and how good he's been this season. So uh, anybody that wants to call us Allen haters can go suck it. And let's see, uh, Jimmy Anderson says Jabo is the man and is doing good. So it's not really that bad, just funny. Uh, Colorado won an overtime last night versus Rangers we talked about, so they stay two points back of the Blues with a game in hand. Blues are first place in the Western Conference with 94 points, two ahead of Colorado and eight ahead of Vegas. Uh, Dallas is dropping like a rock and can't seem to score goals recently. Only three goals scored this month. And uh, it's only played four games, but still. Uh, they've lost six straight, including a home game, uh, a home and a home with Nashville. Who has stormed back into the playoff picture? Next up for the Blues, who the fuck knows? <laughs> who knows who it's going to be and who knows when? Right. Would have been great to be able to uh, get that game again and, uh, against the Sharks in. Uh I was feeling pretty good going into that. But, yeah, I know, uh, right? But I and I was gonna buy. I, I almost bought tickets to that game a couple of days ago, uh, but with the with the coronavirus going around, I thought, oh, okay, well, I think a lot of people might stay away from that game, or some might, just because they're not going out with crowds, and so the tickets might be, you know, a little cheaper available in the second market. You know, trying to get rid of them, uh, more people selling them. So I was gonna wait, and then they, then the rumor came they're gonna cancel the season. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy them now until if I, mean, I, I would have bought them to go to the game uh, if they were still available and not cancel the season like Friday morning. Mm-hmm. But, but no, I will not be going to that game, at least not on the current schedule on Friday. Whew. All right. Well, well, we apologize for the tech difficulties at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. That was. Uh, Oh, it was stage ten is our streaming provider, and uh, they ain't working today. No, they, 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 there was an issue there, and we could not get in there to get the stream started. So that was uh, that was why the problem was. And then Lightstream is the new one which we use tonight, which some people comment on they liked a lot, which I do love. This this, this but there's some issues with uh, this thing. So and uh, and Jeff Ponder says, hey, mention we're going to be back every week. Yes, yes, uh, during the pause to the NHL season we will be doing shows whether it be a live show if there's news to talk about or uh, Jeff Ponder is doing uh, some interviews and if we get really desperate we might just live stream some of our uh, NHL 94 tournament uh, preparations <laughs> that'd be great that'd be cool yeah, yeah. maybe we'll do that uh, so yeah we will have shows every week uh, whether it be live or uh, interview format so just like the uh, just like the summer series Let's see. Uh, B&H Kell says, Kurt, I believe in divine intervention in Blues hockey after last season. I definitely do. Okay. Oh, speaking of that, uh, see uh, Tony X's uh, tweet tonight? No. Uh, it was uh, a picture of Death standing next to a guy saying, uh, and I quote, if the Blues win the Stanley Cup, you can kill everybody. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious stuff. <laughs> Because it, it's starting to feel that way. Uh, yeah, so no, no fancy intro uh, music and whatnot uh, or, or uh, uh, outro closing music tonight because of the we, we kind of had a rush to put this all together on this 
uh, new platform, so it's just uh, bare bones. But you know, to be honest, the graphics on the on the the, the show looks good. I mean, on, on the display. So anyway, huh. we'll we'll try and get it. We'll hopefully things are resolved. I assume that they might be resolved now the way things work. But yeah, couldn't get it in time for the show. Next week will be better. That'll wrap up episode 54 of season 8 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube chat during the live show. It was quite active this evening. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. For the uh, Jeff Ponder, who is sitting at home, just sad, listening to the show. Hanging out with <laughs> the people in the YouTube Hanging chat. out in the YouTube chat. <laughs> uh, for Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. I'll be Jeff Ponder. Let's go Blues. The Chiefs are at hope tonight. <laughs> Plenty of seats available. I think that went well. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. (laughs) St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. Blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.